Welcome back to Queued Up Esports. Uh, I'm uh, Nick Esposito, aka Monk Honky Banana. With me, two co-hosts. I am. Go on. Yep. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, I'm Felipe, uh, also known as Bad Bones. I'm D'Angelo, also known as Deanthrax. Hey. And today, uh, these two dudes are going to tell me about something that I have no idea what it is. All right. Or at least, I have like a very vague idea, but all right. What what's the th- what's the, the theme of this episode? All right, so uh, episode uh, what are we on three? Yeah, episode three. Uh, it is we're it's going to be a part of a series uh, called games that could have been esports. Um, and this is a this is a series where uh, we're going to recount uh, games from our past, uh, games from the present, games from whenever that have like impacted us in such a way we've played and been like, damn. This shit would be really good if, like, I could play this competitively at a tournament. Today we're gonna I be want talking sponsorships behind this game. Yeah, man. I want, I want organizational support. Right. Um. So today we're gonna be talking about uh, a game from mine and Felipe's past. One of the things that like has started our whole friendship, called Guns the Duel. It is a very old game, or at least old by our standards. It's probably. Well, like 15 years old or something? Jesus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so something like that. The Korean uh the Korean server for guns, I think, was two thousand three or two thousand four. Oh, I was spot on then without even knowing. So it's it's definitely dated and it looks dated. Um you gotta think about games around two thousand three, right? PS two level games. Uh, and not even like good triple A budget PS two level games, like a free to play PS two level game. Like Pepsi so, Man, um, it's it's definitely it's rough by today's standards. I think everybody can agree on that. But it had the best unintentional mechanics of any game I've ever played in my entire life. This includes Melee. Um, the whole game is based on destroying the mechanics of the game as much as you can and exploiting everything you possibly can, and it's awesome. Before we get into that. First, uh, let's let's kind of go over like a little bit about the game from like its actual release point. I pulled up the oh, sure. Wikipedia page uh, for Guns the Duel. It is a uh, game that was uh, produced by a Korean team called uh, Maya Entertainment. Uh, Maya is a uh, team reverse with an I in the middle because they wanted to put the I in team. Uh, that is, <laughs> I love that. That's something I remember from like a, a long yeah. time ago. Uh, the game was completely free to play, but uh, it also had microtransactions for you know special cosmetic things um, that we'll get into later. Um, as I said, Korean release was uh, June 2003. North American release uh, was uh, November 2006, uh, and it was released by a company uh, known as EG.com which uh, a lot of you probably don't even know, but they are they were a website that uh, hosted several free-to-play games, uh, Guns the Duel, Gunster. I, f- I forgot what the other one was. It, probably something with gun in its name, yeah, I feel, it, by this trend. Yeah. It, uh, I remember the, there was... Uh, if we're talking about EG, I remember there was a... Gunpalooza. A driving game, fuck. Oh yes! Oh my God! Yeah, that I remember that game. I don't remember anything about it. I don't All remember I remember is boo, <laughs> and that was great. What? 
Yeah, that is a game. It was a power up at some point, but it was like an open world driving game that had the most absurd everything about it. Yeah, but that's a whole other topic. That's just about EG. Yeah, amazing. So, uh, (laughs) this is what happens when you're fucking when you're when you're poor and you want to play something competitive online. You find sites like this. Shout outs to Flash Games. Oh, for real? That's another one. Yeah. So they could never be esports though. So that's, like, kind of the base history to get, like, a real brief overview for what this game is. Um, independent developer from Korea released this game, uh, became a monster in the free-to-play community. So that's that's what is Guns. Uh, we're going to get into, like, the good. Why this game could have been an eSport. What made it so good and enjoyable. Felipe, do you want to you want to like kick us off on that? You already kind of touched on okay. the uh, the mechanics a little bit, um, right? Well, there's two things. So there's the mechanics that are supposed to be played with the game, which is actually stupid and boring. Um, that basically, <laughs> I actually how, just remembered. I uh, good. The game came out in 2003, um, early 2000s. Uh, what else was popular in that time? No, I don't know. Halo. What what movie was popular around that time? Oh, that's right, The Matrix. The oh Matrix. God. Was heavily in, or sorry, this was heavily inspired by the Matrix movies, so um, in a lot of different ways. So to explain what Guns the Duel is, it is a third-person shooter where you have swords and guns. You do bullet time dodge rolls. Hell yeah! And you're and you're like speeding around the whole the whole yeah. map. The uh, the way the game is meant to be played is while you have a melee weapon like a sword or a dagger, um. You can double tap on the keyboard, right? The, your movement direction key, and you'll you'll dash forward. It's very quick, uh, very effective. Um, you can't really do anything um, like while you, while you're dashing necessarily. Like if you just double tap those two buttons, you're you're just kind of moving in that one direction. You can't like turn directions mid mid dash. Okay. Um, and then if you have guns out, um, like uh, a shotgun or a rifle or a pistol or whatever, uh, and you double tap. Uh, in whatever direction, you'll you'll do like a matrix style like roll where you, you're 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 aiming forward or to the side or whatever, and you'll like roll forward like a somersault or something, right? Okay. Um, and it looked really cool, except again, you can't do anything while you're doing. You can shoot, I guess, but you can't actually like change directions or change weapons or 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 really do anything interesting. Um, right. You're just you're just moving in that direction, which for most games in today's modern era, that's fine. Um, that's what most games are like. It's what the developer intended you to do. It's a movement option. Let me ask um, you a question. Go ahead. I see the writing on the wall. I, I feel like I'm going to have many questions through the course of this because as far as I know, you two are melee players, right? So right. <laughs> like finding things that allow you to break systems or like seeing things that allow you to break systems gives everyone in here right now like an extreme hard on. So we we love it. Like it's it's the best thing, it, right? Like it makes me so hard. So as as an ex Marvel player, right? I like I've always lived by the mantra: sometimes you don't have to block it. It's better to evade it, right? Like okay. if you yes. if you don't if you're not blocking, evading is the best thing you can do, right? So movement options really cool in my book, right? So I'm already seeing right now, you've, you've defined to me two movement options, one with a sword, one with a gun. Next thing I'm going to ask you about is recovery, right? Next thing I'm going to ask you about is how fast you switch between these things. Okay. And when, how are you going to put them all together? Because I just I already I already see the writing you on the wall. a lot of keywords there that I want to t- right. touch on. So um, 
Man, this, you, this sounds you, sick. When you dash with a sword, recovery, super quick. You can actually, like, chain dashes Easy. together really quick, really yeah. easily. Rolling. Okay. Even though, yeah, even though you can't change direction in the middle of the dash, midway through the dash, if you just dash again, you can just change directions. Okay. Uh, there's rolling, a running theme. On the other hand, yeah, rolling is terrible in the fourth. Really bad. Rolling uh, super long you have to delay stick around on, uh, on the end. <laughs> if the you roll, you animation. are committed to a roll. Yeah. I'm upset they called it Guns the Duel when they definitely could have called it Swords the Duel because it sounds like swords are a bit cooler right now. Oh, but all right. Swords, swords, and you know, dashing uh, items uh, are a huge uh, aspect of the game. Um, Mostly because it's an enabler, though. Um, realistically, you're, you're, you're limited in swords because of, of its obvious range compared to a gun. Uh, most of the damage, for, real, realistically speaking, most of the damage is done with a gun still. You're using okay. swords to close distance and accomplish advanced techniques. You do damage with the sword as well, but you're at a disadvantage. I like this. So um, before yeah, we get into like some of the uh, advanced techniques... Oh yeah, we're not talking about that yet. Um, so... Uh, we mentioned swords, we mentioned guns, but uh, there were different classifications. So you had uh, swords, like just a standard uh, katana. Uh, uh-huh. Kanachis, which is, you know, two short swords. Yeah. Dagger. And all of them had, like, different, like, actions. Like, you could stab with the dagger. Um, Kanachis were, like, a little bit faster, but they were heavier, which okay. plays into another mechanic. There was yeah, a, uh, a loadout system in the game. So... Your uh, your character could equip one melee weapon, two ranged weapons, and mm-hmm. um, two um, two sub items like grenades, yeah, kits, like accessories stuff like or something. Yeah. Okay. Um, in addition, you had uh, headwear, uh, torso, legs, gloves, and boots. That you mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, it's like armor. Um, all those had weight to them. Oh, uh, rings. You had uh, two ring slots as well. Okay. Which were they apply... separate from accessories, or were they part of accessories? Uh, they were separate. Like, so you could have separate? like okay. two grenades, two rings. Okay, I actually didn't remember that, so that's good. Yeah. Um, and the rings would do stuff like um, like small boost to armor, small boost to health, um, small boost to carrying weight, things like that. Yeah, nothing too crazy. Okay. Not like Diablo style rings, where it like can change the entire build of a character. Right. Um. So. The uh, the dagger was lighter, um, but it didn't have like as many options with as a sword because you couldn't block with it. Um, but uh, it was faster, like faster stabbing, and uh, it was really light, so you could afford to like carry like other weapons. And the range weapons varied from like uh, pistols, revolvers, shotguns, SMGs, assault rifles, rocket launchers. Jesus, yeah. all of them with very wildly different like strengths and weaknesses because typically the the automatic weapons you were severely disadvantaged in because you have to keep firing in order to take advantage of those weapons right so like yeah. a submachine gun or, or a rifle um you you pretty much have to hold the trigger down and just keep keep shooting while a shotgun this is i guess true for pistols as well even though they were semi-auto um a rocket launcher uh or uh or like a like a magnum revolver type deal uh mm-hmm. you get a lot of damage like burst damage right as cold point okay is. and because the way the game is designed to be played was totally different than the way we actually played it. Um, sustained weapons like uh, submachine guns um, and rifles were damn near useless. Um, you needed to be able to get a shot off and get all of the damage you needed to do immediately and then be able to switch back to your sword 
or your, your melee weapon because you needed to move. Um, this whole sitting around to shoot crap is not going to fly in this game. Okay. Uh, you got to be, you got to be flying. Yeah. I mean, moving Tom Cruise. In. Okay. The, uh, we still haven't talked about why movement or how, how you're able to get around, you know, the way the game is meant to be played. Okay. Um, the game is full of glitches. <laughs> we'll get to those. <laughs> oh, we're going to not we're gonna talk about that yet. We're not going to talk about those right now. Um, oh, okay. What, what's next then? All what's right. Next so, in the docket? so yeah, like, as we said, the game is heavily inspired by the matrix, not just with like these bullet time dodge rolls, um, but you can run horizontally on the walls, or you can run oh, yeah, vertically totally. up the walls to do like a yeah. backflip. Like l- one of the moves is literally out of the out of like the first or second matrix, where he runs horizontally off of the wall, and then like you can jump off, and he'll actually cartwheel off, and you can shoot while you're doing all of this. By yeah. the way, Jesus. Um, it's literally right out of the matrix. Um, Terrible move, but you can do it. So, uh, last thing before we get into like advanced mechanics. The game had a ton of stages that were, like, just, like, full of different things that you could do. Like, there was, like, your standard, like, this is a town, or this is, like, a mansion. But then there was, like, Mm -hmm. castle, and, like, it's got, like, this giant (laughs) pit. But you can, like, use your matrix wall running to, like, get over the pit and do all this other cool stuff. Jesus. I just realized mansion is totally a ripoff of the second the second matrix movie. it is exactly <laughs> i never ever put that together in my life holy shit they pull that right out of matrix 2 matrix reloaded so wow. we've been we've been talking teasing the advanced mechanics um and this is like the meat and potatoes of the game so yeah this is what the game is really about yeah so the developers they uh they built this game and they built the system in such a way that like you could cancel certain actions with other actions so a dash you could you know jump out of a dash and then you could slash and then after you slash like there's like a bit of like ending lag on it but Uh you can cancel it with a block and then after the block the recovery on that is like super small and then you can dash again out of that jesus so what you've given yourself is the ability to like move very quickly and also pressure people with your sword and also, like, put up, like, a pseudo-barrier from, like, ranged attacks because you're also blocking in this. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, it's important to note that the hitboxes on your character, uh, you have your head hitbox, which takes more damage, which, I guess, receives more damage than the rest of your body. You yep. have, like, your torso, and you have, like, your feet. And the reason I have to separate feet is because when you block with a sword or with kadachis, uh, your top half of your body is blocked, but your, your feet are still exposed. Okay. So, like, you're not... Like when when we say block, it's not like you're invulnerable or anything, or it's not like you take yeah. tip damage, chip damage. Um, you don't take any damage on the parts that you block them, but you're you still completely vulnerable on your feet. So they can just shoot you in your toes. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, and the more accurate weapons, that's what people would just aim for. They're actually assuming people are going to be blocking in certain cases and not even go for the head. Gotcha. Um, they'll actually just shoot for the feet. Wow. But that's yeah, that's a total thing. That's sick. Yeah, what, what you actually just described as a butterfly. Right. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and it's called a butterfly because the animation canceling of swinging your sword and then blocking looks like you're a butterfly flapping its wings. Um, yeah, it looks like a butterfly es- wing. Especially with, like, the kadachis because, like, you hold them out oh, yeah. on the side. Yeah, both of them, yeah. And it's just, like, the block animation, the swing animation, when you do it quickly enough, it's just literally a butterfly flapping its wings. Yeah. So that's, like, an attacking option that you have. I'm going to cover uh, wall climbing, which is a, a different move option. So, in addition to, like, running up the wall or running along the wall, 
you could also like jump into a wall and press the jump button and jump off of it. And when you would do that, you would do like a backflip and it would look really cool, but like afterwards you would just kind of like not be able to do anything. Yeah, you're stuck <laughs> in kind of that animation of him flipping over. Yeah. Um and it looks cool, but like you're just you can you can look around, but you can't actually do any actions. But well, except for one. You could slash out of it, which would cancel your backflip animation. And because your backflip animation was canceled, you could dash and you could like go to the wall and just like slash and jump and dash towards the wall and climb up it. Oh my god. Cuz you gain height. So at the at the apex of your jump or even earlier if you if you just want to just brute force it go fast enough. You just dash back into the yeah, wall. You just slash and dash back forward at the wall, at the apex of your jump and you just do it again and then all of a sudden you have verticality. You can go up, you can scale walls. Oh my and, goodness. And unlike the the normal way of doing it where you're stuck in an animation you have like as as long as you slash again afterwards you're free to do whatever the fuck you want yeah that slash cancels almost every animation in the game so you're just free to do anything and it's beautiful jeez so it's a very high execution uh game though yeah yeah definitely um i would almost liken it to uh starcraft at, at like the micro level with like as far as actions of- per minute 100% agree. Yeah. Um, actions per minute is it's StarCraft level actions per minute. I agree. Like Brood War. Not the not StarCraft 2. Nobody plays that. I mean, people play that. <laughs> Shout out <laughs> to right, like, Rudy. A I young bomb. Um, but, um, yeah, like, it's a very high APM game. Um, some, of the, some of the more advanced moves um, have you pressing, either pressing or, like, pressing keys or pressing a mouse button. Um, mm-hmm. Upwards of, like, seven or eight actions in under a second um you're realistically able to do multiple of those in a second or at least two of those in a second sometimes okay um so i mean your keyboard's on fire um it's definitely a very high execution game so we've uh, we've talked a lot about like sword mechanics in this like you know yeah. you got your butterfly to like attack and defend and like like have mobility while being aggressive and we talked about uh scaling walls with uh wall climbing but, you know, I also want, like, like what the game is called Guns. I want to shoot people. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So, but the problem is the only way to move with a gun is to do this, like, long-ass roll that really fucking sucks. But you could, there's something called Slash Shot, which uh, oh. would let you dash, slash, and cancel the animation of your slash by switching to a gun. And okay. Like, like your character would kind of like make this weird jerking motion. Um, yeah. But then you could shoot, switch back to your sword, because switching didn't have like any like it just canceled everything and did not have like any like delay on it. So you could switch back to your sword and like start dashing again. So you could just like chain those together. Okay. So now you had uh, mobility with your gun as well. Heck yeah! It's important. This is what I want. Part of part of the reason this works is because the uh, the animation for for slashing with your sword, um, while even if you cancel it out, the the damage for it is calculated as soon as like the animation starts. Yeah. Um. So the game registers a slash like frame one. Um. So as soon as you as soon as you change to a different weapon, as long as your mouse is being held down, you're actively slashing. So, but so because you switch weapons to another gun, let's say a shotgun or or a rocket launcher, right? it doesn't matter what it is. Game's going, you're attacking, so I'm going to shoot this gun. So 
you you do a you do a damage with the with the with the slash. You switch weapons. It takes like a quarter of a second, if that, to actually make the the swep, the weapon swap. Mm-hmm. Your gun shoots. You can switch back to your to your melee weapon, um, and then you're now you're back to being able to dash again. And you can do that in the course of a normal jump. Um, Jesus. So there there was a move called a half step. Um, this is this is this is where we start getting some a little bit more advanced. But like it's basically it's it's jumping, double tap to dash, slash with your sword, change weapons, you'll shoot, change back, um, and then again you're free to dash again. Um, and that would happen within the course of a single jump. And because you're able to dash again, now you can change directions too. So <laughs> you can like circle people this way. And it was like people that are good at it will destroy you. You have to be able to defend against it. But like it separates the men from the boys. Let's put it that way. It's so super aggressive, but also because you can evade with it. Um, if you're smarter than they are, um, mm-hmm. you can you can also just you can put on pressure while while not taking damage, right? Or at least while evading damage. So like the smarter players are the ones that simply end up winning those exchanges. Yeah, definitely a high APM move because realistically, um, jump that's one, dash that's two, uh, slash that's one, change uh, another one. Now you don't have to. Um, let go of the mouse button to to shoot, right? You're keeping that down, so that's that doesn't count. <laughs> but you change back, another one, and you dash again. That's two more actions. I think it's seven total that you're doing in the course of a single hop. Um, you're doing like seven total actions, and you're expected to do that multiple times, mind you, of the yeah. course of the match. This is this is a frequent thing. If you're pulling off less than five of these things in the course of a duel, you're a scrub because you're just not fast enough to compete. Um, so like super high APM. Yeah. And Beautiful. one thing to note, um, when you when you connected with the sword, your opponent would get like stunned. They would do like a little like jerk back motion. Um, okay. So when you slash, you connect, and then you're like, okay, that that's confirmed. They can't do anything out of this. You would proceed with your slash shot, switch to like your shotgun, and then just blast them point blank with their shotgun because you hit confirm them. Mm-hmm. Which is why burst fire weapons, so like shotguns, um, revolvers, rocket launchers, are better than um, like sustained weapons. Like gotcha. Because you got to get that shot out quick and then switch back. So uh, I feel like we covered a lot of the good there. Um, is there anything else that we're missing on this Felipe? Because like, so to like brief recap of well, where we're at, um, uh, diverse weapon options uh, or diverse loadout in general. Um, Right, yeah. You can actually choose a lot of different weapons. Um, like, I remember personally, I would use Rocket Launcher as my main damage... Well, not my main damage, but my really way to piss people off. Um, and then I would use, like, dual revolvers for precision. So, like, if I have to shoot their feet, uh, or if I just have to just deal more damage, you know, without having to deal with time travel, because the Rocket Launchers, there was... There was you know, by the time you shot, and the, the actual... Uh, not bullet, but the actual rocket, I guess, hit the hit the player, they could dodge out of the way. So I would use both. I would actually use, you know, um, rocket launcher and and revolvers. Some people just rock double shotties. Double shotty was a very popular choice. Mm-hmm. It was not just and, the popular choice. It was the completely dominant choice. Um, wait, 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 wait. So double double shotgun was because like you could you could shoot weapon swap, shoot weapon swap. So like you're like you're just like close range, just like yeah. The downside is minimal close range. 
But yeah. because you closed distance so fast, it didn't matter too much. There was also one more advanced technique that I'll, we'll cover in this before we like move on. But um, okay. it's called reload shot. So oh yeah yeah yeah. So this is as, why double shotty was important, by the this way. This is yeah. why double shotgun was like so good. So you uh you would do your slash shot, your half step, and uh, you would fire your first bullet, and you could switch back to your sword for more mobility, or you could do more canceling by um, pressing the reload button to reload that one round, but because like the reload is its own animation, that cancel the reload animation. You cancel the reload animation oh by God. switching to your other gun. Because you've just switched to like a, a new gun, you can fire that immediately. Yeah. As long as you didn't let go of mouse one during that entire process, which there's no reason for you not to, um, game just goes like, yep, you're attacking. Let's go. So, so as soon as the next available frame for attack is available, he will he will shoot the gun. So That's amazing. So if I were to just hold down the mouse one button with a shotgun out, the rate of fire would be like, boom, boom, boom. But when you reload shot, it goes boom, boom. <laughs> and you can s constantly do that. Like, you can switch back and forth doing yeah. that. If you, you can unload yeah. Every shotgun, I think, had six shells in it, if I remember right. Um, so you can you can basically have 12 shots that fire as fast as, like, an auto shotgun. There was Jesus. no auto shotgun in the game. But yeah. you basically did, right, If you if you did it right. I totally forgot that was a thing, actually, because I never use shotguns very often in the game. That's awesome, because that, like... This might take it to somewhere that like is, is polarizing, but for the first couple seasons of Fortnite, double shotgun was one of the most dominant prevalent strategies um, in like competitive play. <laughs> it, it because of the exact same thing as you just said. Oh, really? You would yeah, just you would shoot, point. shoot, swap, shoot, swap, shoot yep. was oh, like God. an actual <laughs> thing. Yeah, like it, the spiritual successor to to this, and like your move, your like. And then you would get like shoot swap build like build uh, edit into shoot swaps and like it would you would just blow and like you would use like the shotgun to destroy people's like uh, their structures so like you could destroy someone's structure way quicker with like double yeah, shotgun than like sense. they could actually rebuild it yeah totally that's sense, in yeah. it's insane yeah no I love this um, the the game did have a thing where in this game where there wasn't very much damage drop off after a certain distance compared to most games which makes it so shotguns. Um, I mean, they're not good at long range, but they're not like they're not shooting confetti like most games either. Yeah. If you spam enough, like you'll get enough damage. Now the trick is, if they're that far away, you're really not going to hit very much to begin with. The spread is uh, a certain way that it's you're you're not really doing that much damage. But you got twelve shots. Like you're you're it's it's compared to other games like that literally shoot confetti after twelve feet. You're actually doing real damage compared to other games. So yeah, the way shotgun spread worked in guns is um, at uh, at point blank range, it would just be like a fucking cannonball, um, uh -huh. and the damage was divided to each pellet. So the damage yeah. la like a uh, loadout you would see on your shotgun, it'd be like twelve by twelve. So if yeah. all twelve pellets hit, you did 144 damage, um, distributed among health and armor. So at a certain point the spread would stop getting wider, but it, it like, almost didn't, like, cap at, like, horizontal distance. Mm -hmm. so, so, like, you could, like, just shoot people across the map and be, like, 12 damage, 12 damage, 12 damage. Yeah, 12 you might only damage. be hitting with one or two pellets, but you're guaranteed those 12 damage, you know? So, and after 12 rounds of that, like, you're, you're actually putting in real damage in. 
that's the only game I've ever played where they actually treated shotguns like you would realistically. Like, there's no damage yeah. off in real life. Um, so, I mean, if, if you fire a shotgun and sure, somebody's 100 yards away, you might not hit him. But if, like, any of those pellets actually do, that guy's taking serious damage. Like, yeah, that's not like hurt. it's yeah, like, it's gonna hurt him. Yeah. And that's like the only game I've ever seen that actually treats Buckshot like it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, every other game, it's like, listen, if you're within 12 feet of me, you're going to die in one shot. If you're 13 feet away, I'm firing confetti. And that's 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 how shotguns work in every other game. But this is the only yeah. one I've played that's different. Or, you know, it could be like Battlefield or Call of Duty where the shotgun, you can just put a scope on it and snipe people with it. But anyway. Heck yeah. <laughs> um, so, the good. We got customizable loadouts. Um uh, diverse movement options, good maps, um, like God, castle was so good. Uh, uh, like different lobby systems, different game modes, like a bunch of stuff to <laughs> like break up the monotony of like I'm just playing this game. So let's kind of move into uh, the bad. Um, oh. <laughs> so these are the reasons why this game did not take off the ground. Um, I'm gonna start with like a really obvious one. Okay. Um, the game is free to play, but they need to make money somehow. Uh, so it yeah. became a pay-to-win game. Yeah. That was the first one I was going to go with as well. Okay. Um, it wasn't always a pay-to-win game, by the way. When it first came out, I want to say for a solid year or so, um, it wasn't at all. There was no premium shop. You couldn't buy weapons uh, or armor to you know give you any kind of edge. But so, then eventually when EG got <laughs> hold of it, that's what happened. So it's important to know... Um, the Korean release was, like, the full game. Then there was an international beta, which um, was open to the world. Okay. It would, like, be split up into, like, a couple different servers. So, like, you at least, like, knew what you were getting into when you joined the EU server and you were North American. You're like, okay, I'm going to be in for, like, a rough time. Yeah. Um, but for that entire beta, it was just, like, the core in-game items. When the North American release happened and EG took control of it, they're like, okay, there's all these other items that are in the game um, that uh, May had as, like, buy items. We're going to make them buy items, but <laughs> they're not going to be buy permanently. They're going to be rent them. Oh, yeah. That's and right. eventually they'll run out, and you'll yep. have to buy uh, them again. What? Yep. I um, hate this. Yep. Uh, there were, like, a handful of items that you bought permanently, but, like, 99% of them, um, it was, you, you had it for, like, a month or three months or a certain amount of time, but then eventually they would just run out. Uh, and mm -hmm. you could either rebuy it or just not have it. I remember I did have a pair of gloves that I bought that I, uh, it was a permanent set. Um, I never had to rebuy again, but it was, like, one of the few things that was permanent. So, you, uh, we have this. It's pay to win. Yeah, pay to win is terrible. So yeah. knows this. the the items that you get from these are absurd. So with like the core base game, I don't remember the exact numbers, but you could have like 116 health and like 50 or 60 armor, something like that. Um, some of the upper limit of like the premium armor sets would have you uh -huh. sitting at like 130 health with like 100 armor. Amazing. Yeah, you you have a pretty you have like basically almost another shotgun shot's worth of damage you can take before you die, and that's significant in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so one of the accessory items you can get in the game, just naturally, just health packs. Um, so let's say you're you're you know you usually have like two or three health packs that the game naturally is able to get just by playing the game, and you have the option at the cost of weight to add that to your loadout. 
And like so in each health pack, I think heals you like ten or twenty health. Yeah. Nothing too ridiculous. So there was um there were different levels of uh, the in-game yeah. health packs. Um, level one was like two health packs. Um, level two was like three, and then four, five was the maximum. Um, and they healed okay. you ten health apiece. Um, that's what it was. But you could have. But then you can buy premium ones, <laughs> and premium health packs were actually bullshit because you could be down to one health. And premium health packs, you had so many of them that you can go back to full health. You just find a corner, <laughs> dump all your shit, get all your health packs, and you're back to full health. So, and I fucking hated that so much. So here's the thing. Um, you have two um, sub-weapon slots for grenades or medkits. Um, uh-huh. So what you could do is you could have uh, the max level uh, med pack and then the, the one under that. So with um the base level you would have 90 health on your person and because like you can switch between them you can just quickly gain your health back yeah the- yeah because basically reload canceling or reload shot was essentially the same thing for uh for those med packs too so normally it would take like a solid second second and a half to actually drop it and you'd run over it to get it um but you can just dump them all with the same technique as, as reload shot jeez Unload it all and just get it in like two seconds. So you could do the same thing with um, with the uh, the premium med kits and get 180 health back, or you could, <laughs> or you could divide it out because they had med kits and armor kits. So you could get yeah. 50 or you could get uh, 100 health back and 100 armor back. I hate this. Yeah, that 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 was one of the things I hated the most about the game. I guess they didn't decide to do that. It was we were just naive and didn't know yet. Yeah. But when the game came out, I'm like, oh, but why, guys? Why? Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Next thing. Uh. The game was uh, despite being on a server, the entire game was P2P. Yeah. So- what? Yep. <laughs> it was all peer to peer. What did you just say to me? <laughs> yep. So, uh, the entire game was P2P, and uh, keep in mind, here's this game where uh people from all over the world are playing. Yeah, um, and me, sixteen-year-old Nick in Florida, is connecting to some guy in England, um, and Heck our latency yeah. to each other is you know like uh, one hundred, two hundred milliseconds. So the problem with this is like it's doing that for everyone. So there's like people where it's like, oh yeah, I've got like five ping to that guy. That guy lives across the street from me. I've got two hundred ping to that guy. That guy's in Europe. Um, <laughs> It's way easier to fight the guy with five ping because my bullets are, like, matched up to him perfectly. They're going where they should go. Right. You don't have to lead your shots. Yeah. Where he is, I can shoot where he is and my bullets will hit him. The guy with 200 ping, I have to lead two seconds in front of where he's going to hit my bullets. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, it reminds yeah. me of like early Gears of War. Exactly. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you had to like shoot through people and then they 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 would run into your your bullet. Yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. people made custom um custom crosshairs um that you can that you can put and really the crosshair was a normal crosshair around it because you can put any graphic you want. They would be like um uh like ping markers depending on the the whatever ping you think your opponent is at. Oh put shoot! Put them that's wherever sick. that marker is, because that's that's where it should be if you you know if he's moving in that direction, um, to help you to help you better hit your shots essentially. That's sick. Yeah, that was like a whole thing because 
depending on who you're playing against. You could you could be a, have a, a really that's nice so game deep where everybody's like maybe a couple of states away from you. Yeah. Or somebody's in like I'm in Florida and they're in Seattle and I'm like, oh, this is a North American server. This is what we're doing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's not North American East, North American West. It's just North American. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so that was that was definitely a thing. It being P2P was not good at all. Uh, so we got a pay to win P2P, uh, third bad. Um, the anti cheat system didn't work. Uh, did they have one or was it just non existent? Like, I, I don't no, know. No, they, they had one, it just didn't work. Okay. okay, yeah, there were a lot. Unfortunately, I was a selective memory, I actually forgot about most of the hackers in that game, but there were actually an annoying amount of them. Um, it was not uncommon to like run into a hacker that would make it so you, you. You basically couldn't play your game for the most part. Like every other day, I'll probably run into one, something like that. Yeah, just DDoS you. Yeah, no, he would like you would literally join a server, see this dude's name, and be like, "Fuck, this is literally a denial of service." Like I cannot yeah. play the game. Sometimes they would do stupid things, like um, uh, like have uh, basically make it so like you you have a thousand shotguns. So every every shot of your shotgun, like a thousand shots would happen, right? Yeah. Um, or there's a mechanic in the game where if you have a sword out, you can t- you can you can keep the left click button held so you can charge it, and you get like one massive attack. You're vulnerable in the state because um, you can't you can't change your weapon anymore. If you do, you lose it. So so you have to kind of keep it out with you. Um, so you would have this massive attack that you will hold on to, and that's part of the game. It's kind of the risk reward of the game. But the hack would be, you just have a massive attack being like like it would just, you would just like, press a button and it would just like z- z- like. You like have an area of effect around you of just over massive, and over and over, attacks. just this yeah. massive attack that would just stun people. Jesus, that was the worst thing ever, and you can hear it from across the map because massive attacks sound like a blast. It wasn't like it sounded like a honestly, it sounded like a rocket launcher exploding. Um, because they wanted it to be impactful, like on it, like it's actually for design originally when it was made, and it's yeah. a good high, it's a good risk reward system. Like honestly, hacking aside, good system. Um. When when this hacking happens, you just hear this terrible noise from across the map of these rocket launchers just exploding, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh God, not a, this this again." Uh, my favorite uh, my favorite glitch was uh, the one that made it so people or not glitch uh, hack that made it so uh, the user couldn't die, and uh, there's uh, instant death pits in the game, which like if you fall into them, yeah. you just die. And there's a move in yeah. the game that lets you flip your opponent up put them in a completely vulnerable state so you would use this to like flip people into pits get a free kill on them just flip them like a pancake yeah so you would see this Literally, hacker and yeah. you're like i'm gonna show this dude what's up and you flip him he goes in the pit and you just see him sitting at the bottom of the pit <laughs> <laughs> yeah i really wish like there was only a couple of things to make that game really good and like a halfway decent anti-cheat system and having not being peer-to-peer and like I'll, I'll even I'll deal with the the fucking pay to win crap because like I can outskill that. Yeah. Um, but like right. the lag with P two P was terrible, and like I can't deal with the hacking. That was actually a problem. Last thing I'm gonna cover for the bad, um, and this is pretty subjective, but I feel like this is like an actual big thing. Um, the community, not really the best. And granted, that's every big game though. Sure. Granted, keep in mind. Uh, this is, this is a time where every 13 year old was on the internet. Um, and the game came out in 2003. So there was really no, like, 
etiquette ever established that people should be following. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the like there there wasn't social media back then, so like you couldn't trace anybody back. Like a, a username wouldn't you couldn't like Google um you know their their tag and find them on Twitter What's and then, like give them shit. <laughs> right, like like Twitter wasn't a thing. Um, like there wasn't a Facebook. There was probably I don't even know if MySpace was around back then. It might have been MySpace, but yeah. like you couldn't you couldn't just use like you couldn't just Google their tag though and then find yeah. them like you can nowadays. So people were just dicks. But like I feel like that's every fucking like big game though. Like you can go to League and it's the same thing. Yeah, um, I, I agree. Yeah. Siege, you play Siege, the same shit. Um, like every big online game. The only reason the FGC is exempt from that, for the most part, anyway, is because you're still fucking face to face and need an E with that guy as you're playing. You got to stare him down later, and right. you don't want to be that guy. Yeah. So so online game has that problem. The main reason why I bring it up is because there's there's a lot of technical skill in the game, and you're rewarded for the like practice and effort that you put into the game, but it inflated a lot of people's egos. Where like oh, I agree, yeah, like. It's like, I'm better at this than anyone in the world, so I'm the fucking hot dog. Check out my big old ding-dong. I'm the best. Yeah. I remember um, uh, we were in, we were in Doe Clan, uh, Nick and I and some, several, of, uh, several of us. Um, I, forgot, I forgot one of our clanmates' name, um, but he was hot shit. Um, and we, I know we ended up doing a clan match against uh, another clan called Creature, and they were a very good clan. Uh, and I'm like, dude, why are you even bring me into this? You know, I'm like, I'm not as good as, like, why, are you... dude? We just need another person. Like, we're fine. We'll carry you. They're like the third best clan or whatever they were. Um, and I remember, we barely ended up winning. But I remember, I ended up, um, and I, I, I used daggers, which is a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was known for charging up a massive uh, attack with my dagger, and just like ambushing somebody, usually from above. Um, because I was I was a very aerial uh, player. Um, yeah. And then while they're stunned, I would like get a couple of shots in with the revolver, and then as soon as they can block again, I would shoot them with my um, rocket launcher, which had splash damage and didn't care about blocks. Um, and that was kind of like my gimmick for the most part. Yeah. And I remember I killed a, a pretty a pretty significant player that way, just being cheap like that, and I got shat on and chat so much for that um, because they were a better player than me. I cheesed them out, right? But like it was just so super toxic. Now we fucking I, we fucking posted that win rate that 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 game went everywhere we could in the fucking forums that we were in <laughs> because we're taking that win. Fuck them. Right. But yeah. like I, I I'll always remember that that I, because I cheesed him, and he was by far a more technical player than I was. Um, but I got the kill out of that. It, it like he was like so super butthurt. It honestly made me feel great. But like the ego he has in order to do that, like he couldn't just accept that somebody lowered him, beat him, like. If this is a real game. One versus one, me, bro. Like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck you, dude. One v one, me, bro. That was. I love this. Everybody had that. And uh, all right, I, I lied. I got one more thing that this whole thing just reminded me of. Um, Shoot. In a in a certain capacity, the game ended up being solved. Um, like. I agree. Um, because you could still clan war people, but ultimately, what would happen? is people got to the point where they understand, like, okay, here's how I can cancel, like, frames and everything. So there's a move, as uh, we mentioned earlier, you can, like, flip someone up into the air, and they go into a completely vulnerable state. Yep. Um, the the caveat to this is uh, they can press the jump button to, like, flip up and, like, land on their feet. Um, 
but if they don't press it at a certain point, um, they just fall on their back and they're completely vulnerable. The problem is you could flip and then input a block command to cancel the animation on the flip and then jump and slash. They would never hit the point where they can jump, so they would just fall on the ground and they're completely yeah. vulnerable. Um, your, your, your window of opportunity to, to, to recover from that flip animation um, is not at the apex of the, of the, of your, of the height, right? Let's say you, you mentioned a flipping analogy, mm -hmm. right? So you're flipping a pancake, um, not quite at the apex of that, but like a little bit below, yeah, you still have a window in order to press jump in order to, uh, in order to, to recover. And it's, it's honestly pretty generous, but if you're hit out of that with a melee attack, you're, 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 you're getting that stun animation and you don't, you never have the opportunity to jump. So huh. you just instantly fall and you're just stuck in this down state until your character like gets back up. Yeah. Now, you're un you're like the most vulnerable duck on the planet though in that sense. So they'll just unload both shotguns, reload shot, pop pop pop, you're dead. Yeah, and you'd be dead instantly. But that wasn't enough. They took it a step further. There there are ways to literally juggle people like like yeah, all the I way. Forgot. Yeah, like you yes. can flip them and then juggle them to their death. Or my yeah. favorite, um, flip, do the cancel, slash them, and then do just like ground slashes, but cancel those animations, and mm -hmm. they're dead before they hit the ground. Yeah. Jesus. I feel like that didn't happen that often though, because people expected that and it just wouldn't be in range too right. often. Like half stepping and quarter stepping, butterflying around. Like it's it, you have to like plan and most people are just expecting that to happen, so they just yeah. wouldn't be in range for that. Uh, so, I don't think it was as solved as you think it was. I think you, if, like, if you fall for it, right? If if somebody catches you slipping, then it's a free kill. But I feel like you have to be caught. Um, you, I I will agree with that to an extent because the game would like revolve into like butterflying, and whenever you hit someone, like whenever you block someone's hit, you would get a massive, and if you let that massive rip you would be in a vulnerable state. That's true. So mm. this is one of the benefits of um, playing daggers, I suppose, <laughs> is I never, ha I can't block. So I never have this problem. In fact, I cause people to massive all the time and I destroy them for it. All right. So we, we covered the good, the bad. Um, what could, uh, what could have changed to, to make the game an eSport? Uh, get rid of P2P. P2P is the worst decision ever for any multiplayer game, unless it's a one versus one. But as long as you have multiple people in that room, peer-to-peer -peer might be the worst way to do it ever. In life. Yeah, that, that's the part that sounds crazy to me. Every single person has a direct connection to every single other person. Yep, and the game came out in 2003. Um, it was released in America in 2006. Like, mm -hmm. th this was like the Wild West of like PC games. Like, that, or at least for, online stuff. Yeah, like for all they knew, that was the best thing they could have done. Yeah. Also, I'd like to see some fucking anti-cheat be real. Yeah. So we got was... a we got better connection, better anti-cheat. Um, one thing I would like to say: better de uh, developer involvement and like yeah. better community, like like listening to the community. Because may it, they actually developed a sequel to Guns the Duel. Yeah. Um, it was another free-to-play game, but it was more in line with how they originally designed the game. Mm -hmm. And that like. Like, so the game is updated with, like, better graphics. They added more weapons. They added, like, different character models, different character classes, like, all these different things. But they took out, like, the core fundamental of, like, canceling animations 
and yeah. doing all this other stuff. And that ultimately made that game very stale and very boring. It would be... Uh, actually, a good analogy is like going from Melee to Brawl um, in the Smash Brothers world. Because uh, Melee is also a game where you, you, you kind of use a bunch of the game's exploits uh, and sometimes just straight-up glitches um, to play the game completely differently than the developers intended. And then developers see it, they make a sequel, and you can't do any of those things. They may go out of their way to make sure none of those things work. The difference, of course, being this is still a game with a bunch of Nintendo characters and has a ridiculously large following, so it's going to be successful no matter what. Mm-hmm. Mate didn't have that luxury. So when you get rid of the things that people enjoyed about it, people just aren't going to play. Right. And then um, the other thing I would say is, like, no no pay to win. Like, that, like yeah. That's, well, that's... back then, they didn't, like, expect cosmetics to be as popular as they are now. Right. Like, skins back then, like, it didn't seem like it would be valuable, right? Um, skins and emotes and, and sprays. I don't think there were sprays in that game. Nope. Um, like, they could do all that now and just make it all cosmetic, and it wouldn't be a problem at all. Um, they can absolutely support that game just cosmetically, and it, I think it would be fine. I think that wouldn't even be a hard thing to change. So, with that being said, there uh, the, the state of the game right now, if you try to find the original, like, Guns of the Duel, the, like, intended North American release on EG.com, you won't be able to find it at all. It's eg.com is no longer exi- like it no longer exists and it's like it's just not there at all. It's, yeah, it's dead. Yeah, the site died. However, uh, the source code for Guns was released online in 2011, so people like from that point have like taken upon themselves to make private servers. So, if you still care to play Guns, you still can. Mm-hmm. Um. I, the irony is it's totally more balanced than it was before, too. Yeah, exactly. And because it's, like, completely run by the community, it's balanced down, like, to the point where it's, like, all the armor stuff, they all have the same weight values and same armor values, same health values, everything. Uh, one private server that I found, and I think it's the best one around, is called Freestyle Guns. You can find that at fguns.net, F-G-U-N-Z.net. The community's still really active. They got like clan wars, different tournaments going on. Um, That's awesome. Uh, they it's it's funded completely by like donations. Um, there's like a VIP shop, but it's mostly cosmetic stuff. Yeah, I was looking at it. It looks pretty much cosmetic stuff. They got a live Discord where you know people are talking. The community is still the same community, which kind of blows, but you you take what you can get. Unfortunately, so if you want to be a trendsetter. Um, there is currently nobody on Twitch streaming this game. Um, so, like, and, but however, there's 169 people following. This. So, you might be able to just get, like, a bunch of rando views when that notification shows up that somebody's playing Guns the Duel. That's awesome. Um, because, like, for the people that used to play, and for the people that play now, um, it's, especially for the people that used to play, it's unbelievably because... It's more than just the time you were playing as a kid. It's it's like a hardcore competitive game. Um, and when you're good at it, when you can pull off some of these advanced techniques and, and you know the APM required and the precision you know involved and you're, you're flying around really in the sky, it feels amazing. Like it's the, the I don't want to say risk reward, but just the, just the reward of pulling off something um, that's, that's hard is, is just, I mean, it's a hell of a reward. Yeah. Um, so like anybody that... Everybody that, that sees that notification and wants to play or just watch you past, like, it's, dude, it's 100% there. Nostalgia is a hell of a drug. 
Yeah, one thing I will say, um, if you do, if you're new and you like are just trying to get into the game, it is it is a tough road. It, I I liken oh it to like trying to learn to play competitive melee or Guilty Gear or anything like that. Something that's yeah, been around a for a while, too. and the community is just like so established and so strong at what they do that it's very intimidating to try and get in. I definitely want to try it again. Um, after all these years, I want to see if the muscle still there. I know Nick said uh, he tried it some time ago, and after a while, he was able to pick it back up. I want to be able to see if I can <laughs> yo-yo and shit and blink stuff, and I want to go through all those motions again. That's um, sick. I don't, I don't know if I'll be able to like roll with the with the current crowd, but I want to just be able to move around because that game, the movement in that game was so fucking good. So the problem is, it's still peer to peer. So <laughs> is it really? Oh my god, no way! Is it? Really? Yeah. So it's it's still like kind of a crapshoot. Like you don't know if you're actually hitting anyone. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Well, they fixed two out of the three things, right? That <laughs> they're working on it, I imagine. Um so yeah, if you're interested in playing, check out fguns.net. Um if you're interested in learning the the history behind guns the duel in general, there's a YouTube channel, Overlord Gaming. They have a uh, a video called How Glitches Create an Accidental Success, Guns the Duel. It is, as someone who's played guns from almost the beginning, it right, is very good. accurate. Like, ha- like, And it's, like, scary how accurate it is. Like, I'm like, who was this man? How does he know all this stuff? I just learned recently, uh, if anybody's an Overwatch fan... Um... DSP Stanky, who was, a, was one of the best Lucio players in the world, uh, apparently started like playing. He, he used to play guns a bazillion years ago. And he cred, apparently he credits his awesome wall writing and Lucio skills to to guns play back in the old days. I actually want to ask him on stream at some point if that's how true how true that is. But I, that's what I was told by somebody else. Um, it is fucking awesome. I definitely think, you know, like I said, Guns is a game that very well could have been an eSport, and I think a lot of people that have, like, played Guns have probably gone on to become very strong competitive, like, I imagine too, yeah. players yeah. in whatever game they're playing. I imagine there's a shit ton of Melee players that played Guns. I imagine there's a lot of, like, League or Dota players that... You know, played well, guns, it did a lot of it did a lot of things right, right. So it rewarded it rewarded high skill above anything else, right? Uh, there was next to no RNG in the game, um, and not only high skill, but like high skill in the because high skill is also just really good aim, right? Counter Strike is an excellent example of that, where where flick aiming is is unbelievably important in that game. But yeah. it's more than that because it also values movement dramatically. So like speedrunners would probably be all over this game because the amount of movement in this game is some of the most freeing and like creative forms of movement you can do in the game um it also values uh, a certain level of creativity in your build though eventually the game was kind of sort of solved with uh sword double shotgun there, there were still enough variations in playing the game um like i mentioned uh how how rocket launchers can bypass uh the block because of splash damage for example so mm-hmm. like that, that was a strategy depending on the kind of kind of build you had there, there was still there was still a little bit of wiggle room there um like it just values a lot of a lot of good competitive fundamentals. I would say that game. Yeah, I I agree completely. Yeah, so we're we're coming up on the hour. Um, I'm surprised at how long every single one of these episodes ends up being. I kind of want to make them shorter, nah, but man, I could talk forever. I love the conversation we have. Uh, I can thank talk you guys forever, for tuning in. This was 
easily one of my favorite episodes because I'm just like in awe of everything happening. I would highly recommend watching that video um, that Nick mentioned, uh, Overlords Gaming. Um, and then I would also recommend just looking up videos in general because back I remember back then we would post like highlight reel videos, and I like I there's I a... guarantee you there's some on YouTube that you can just see people doing bullshit on. And you're not going to realize what's happening because you probably don't know all the steps involved, but it's complete bullshit what's happening. And it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, you can uh, you can find more content on uh, QWEsports.com. Um, I'm thinking about uh, writing an article to go out with this um, with this video. So if I get around to doing that, you'll see that posted up on the website as well. Do you guys want to plug your Twitters, whatever? I don't know. Sure. Yeah, I'm at Freddy Zero. Yeah, and I'm at Deanthrax. D-E-A-N-T-H-R-A-X. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, Catch you next time. Peace. Bye.